Welcome to Try, Try Again with Catherine Velez, a podcast dedicated to relationships, the one with yourself and others. More than occasionally, a couple will come in and one or both will say, it's just too hard. I just don't have the energy to do the work that needs to be done to save this marriage. Yes, we are worn down by the demands of work and children and particularly this last year and a half of COVID and everything that was required, as well as not having our available outlets like traveling or going to the movies or friends or going out to dinner on date night. It can all feel like too much. And so when I ask a couple to spend 20 minutes together in the evening or a half an hour together in the morning expressing their feelings and talking about their relationship and healing some of the pain that is often caused in relationship, many really struggle to do it. They've hurt one another so much for so long and feel so overwhelmed by other things that they don't want to do the work and most of all, don't want to be disappointed again. The pain couples cause one another over the years I often refer to as death by a thousand cuts. When we continue to hurt one another without healing, without repair, without conversation and emotional connection, it can feel hopeless. At the end of the day, we're spent. We have no energy. And what I'm asking you to do as a couple often requires a lot of energy because it's about making change, embracing growth, and doing the work toward continuing improvement. Kazan. What I'm asking you to do is to make one another a priority. When that seems so overwhelming, when a spouse reaches the point where it would be easier to get a divorce or change spouses than to change self or the interaction or the communication, then the marriage is in real trouble. I know it is often met with resistance, but I encourage you to make one another, make your spouse the priority, even over your children. And that's not to say at the expense of your children, but there is nothing healthier in this world than for children to see parents valuing one another and making their relationship a priority. And the secret is when you make your spouse a priority, it serves your children in the best way possible. As Theodore Hesburgh said, the most important thing a father can do for his children is to love their mother. And the same is true for mothers. Sometimes in marriage, there's been so much pain and so much hurt that it's difficult to want to sit together. Couples will often report, it's so hard, I'm so hurt, and everything in me just wants to avoid and turn away. I know it's hard. And you can do it. Look at the hard part as the important piece. That's where the growth is. Growth is not in the turning away or the easy road. It's in the hard. And once you start doing it, it's not quite so hard anymore. You practice it every day like anything else in life. Your relationship is no different and it requires this kind of practice So I would encourage you in those moments that you're thinking about having to meet with your spouse and you really don't want to talk, you're hurt and you're upset, shift your thinking just a little. And one of the things I encourage couples to do is to get to a softer place. And you can do that sometimes by thinking 
about when you first fell in love with your spouse, when you first saw them, or when you first realized how special they were and that you were attracted to them or you wanted to spend the rest of your life with them. Remember how that felt in your body. Go back to that feeling. Remember how beautiful she was, how handsome he looked, how funny he was, how adventurous and smart, and how they made you feel when you were around them. That person is still there. They just may be masked by the overwhelm and the busy and the responsibilities and the drudgery that sometimes come with routine of daily living. And if that's the case, also consider that perhaps your spouse is feeling the same way about you and that those sparkly, beautiful, intriguing, wild things about you have also been covered up a little bit by some of the busyness. Can you find your way back to those two people, even if only for an evening, even if only for 20 minutes on the back deck? Another technique that can be a little more difficult sometimes is to assume the best about your partner. Unless you're in an abusive relationship, and of course, as I always say, then you need to to go get therapy and perhaps rethink the relationship. But unless you're in an abusive relationship, maybe it would help to shift your thinking to the fact that you may not like how your spouse is expressing what they're doing or saying, and, and it may be hurtful to you, but is there space to know that your partner is trying to do what they think is best for you and for themselves and for the family? Is there room for that discussion, even if the way they're going about it may feel wrong or hurtful? Could we start with the premise that they are doing their best? They're trying to do what's best. And the last thing is I would encourage you to ask yourself this question. Have I truly given myself to my spouse? Please understand, this does not mean given over your power or rights or decision-making or anything in a submissive, underling kind of way. If that's where your mind went, I would consider exploring why it went there. You are a gift to your spouse as they are to you. But in giving, do you do it grudgingly? Are you resentful of your spouse's needs and desires or are you curious and interested Did you promise to give of yourself, your time, talents, and care, but as life got busy, did you fall into a place of hoarding yourself or giving yourself away to other things so there's nothing left for your spouse? Do you find yourself thinking there's no room for change at work or with the kids, but do you feel like your spouse should be able to wait to have their needs met and wait and wait? This is a rich conversation for you and your partner. Talk about this question and share how each of you feel. And remember, start with the feeling without defensiveness, without explanation. Simply ask, do you feel I've truly given myself to you and how does it feel? What do you think it means to give yourself to me? How would our marriage or relationship look different if we took our definition of this and implemented it more thoroughly? Giving yourself to your spouse is not giving yourself away. It is a mature and full understanding of love and reciprocity and the true joy that intimacy can bring. Perhaps in having this conversation or series of conversations with one another, 
You could both bring something to your time that is a symbol of your marriage and the commitment you made to one another. It could be music or a picture, something else entirely. Maybe each time you sit to talk about your relationship, you bring the same symbol or something different. However, the two of you decide, create a unique expression of this exploration together. Have a week filled with meaning and love.